0: This is the Statman Sports Podcast, where we keep topics in context. This is your host, Steve Duffus, who is still wondering why the Seahawks didn't run the ball.
1: It's a beautiful day to talk sports, baby. Welcome to episode number 38 of the Statman Sports Podcast. This is your host, Steve Duffus. <laughs> yes man the los angeles lakers finally got their man anthony davis board man gets paid kawhi leonard man i want one of those t-shirts from new balance i went on their website and it's not available guys whoo so much for us to talk about nba free agency is coming up upon us Usually, it's July 1st, but this year, they moved it back to July 30th, so the NBA frenzy, as we all saw. As I just mentioned, the Lakers already got Anthony Davis, so the frenzy already continued before the official date. There's so much, so much, so much for us to cover, guys. My goodness gracious. But before we get into all that, I want to thank all you guys that have supported me over the start of this podcast like i usually do every week i give you guys a shout out for the new listeners thank you for tuning in from wherever itunes spotify google play tune in wherever i appreciate all the support guys so man on this episode we're going to cover all these things the winners and losers in free agency the winners and losers for this lakers and pelicans trade so with no further ado let's just get right into it what are you talking about bro Huh? What are you talking about, man? Woo! What? <laughs> Bro, what are you talking about, man? Ah, oh, man. All right, before we get into the uh, NBA free agency, I have to correct myself about a date that I just said. Free agency does not start July 31st, guys. Please, do not wait all the way to July, because by that time, everything will be over. Correcting myself, NBA free agency starts on June 30th, 2019. From now moving forward, it's going to be June 30th. Yeah, so now that I got that out the way, man. Let's congratulate the Toronto Raptors on their amazing championship run. Kawhi Leonard had one of the greatest playoff runs of all time, one of the greatest NBA finals of all time. Man, you guys know the numbers. My man averaged 30 points, close to 10 rebounds. Four assists, two steals, and a block for the series. It was absolutely amazing performance. So, congratulations to the Toronto Raptors. Congratulations to, to Kyle Lowry, Nick Nurse, Canada, the city of Toronto, the entire country, man. You guys deserve it. Shout out to Drake. You know, <laughs> this man acts as if he's also on the team. But, man, congratulations, man. You guys deserve it. With that said, man, let's transition into this. Anthony Davis. Los Angeles Lakers Pelicans trade. Whew, let me tell you, I have a source very close to me that was giving me updates from last year, December, about how the Lakers wanted to get Anthony Davis. And some of you might wonder, well, you know, this has been in the news, but yes, it's been speculation because let me fill you in, guys. To get a player of Anthony Davis's magnitude, it doesn't take a rocket science scientist to figure this out. You have to give up a lot. If you just started watching basketball, you wonder who Anthony Davis is. Let me bring this out to you. Anthony Davis. Anthony Davis is 26 years of age. He's not even in his prime yet. He's not even in his prime yet, man. This dude was averaging damn near 25, 15 rebounds, 4 assists, a steal, and almost 4 blocks a game. That's how ridiculous Anthony Davis is at 26 years old. So if you have a star of his magnitude on your team and anybody wants to acquire him, you're going to have to give up a lot. And that's exactly what the Los Angeles Lakers had to give up. Okay? For your information, Lakers gave up Brandon Ingram, Lonzo Ball, Josh Hart, the number four pick in this year's draft. A top 8 protected first rounder in 2021, which converts to an unprotected in 2022, if not conveyed. The right to swap a first round pick in 2023, an unprotected first round pick in 2024, and the right to swap a first round pick in 2025. That's how much the Lakers had to give up in order to get Anthony Davis. Was it worth it? Huh, we'll find out. I went on my Facebook, on my personal Facebook page, and I said, man, this smells like a Herschel Walker type of trade. Those of you who are old enough know exactly what I'm talking about. I'm not going to spend so much time explaining it, but those of you you younger listeners, go on YouTube and just type in Herschel Walker trade or just go on Google and look for that information. You'll see exactly what I'm talking about. But I want to focus on who won in this trade. Look, on paper, I looked at this being an avid Laker fan. Invested in the numbers, invested in the Lakers franchise my entire life almost. I have to tell you, on paper that looks like a horrible trade. Because we gutted the entire roster just to get Anthony Davis. But some of you might also say, but well, didn't you just contradict yourself by saying, well, if it's a generational play, you have to give up a lot. But man, did you guys just hear what they just gave up? The New Orleans Pelicans practically owned the Lakers for the next like five, six, seven NBA drafts. And that's just assuming the Lakers are awful these last couple seasons, which most likely they won't be. But, man, they still have to give up a lot of draft picks. And we know how that works out when you have no draft picks because nothing is guaranteed in the NBA. Just ask the 2019 Golden State Warriors. They went from unbeatable to losing Kevin Durant to still being pretty good. Then losing Klay Thompson to an ACL. Then, of course, we know about Kevin Durant tearing his, uh, his Achilles. Kevin Durant most likely won't come back to Golden State clay thompson probably will resign but he probably won't be available to like the end of the season next year so golden state literally went from unbeatable to now practically fighting for their life to possibly make the playoffs because let's be real steph curry draymond green in the western conference eh, no it's gonna be a struggle so like i said nothing's going to be guaranteed so bless new orleans looks like a big winner but let's start with who is the biggest winner to me In this trade We all been clowning Rich Paul We always wondering Why is Rich Paul All up in everybody's business Trying to be In everybody's You know Pockets to figure out What he needs to do For his clients People hated Rich Paul And I'll just say it out loud man Some people hate Rich Paul Sometimes just cause He's a black guy He's not supposed to be This successful At this level To have the power That he has Rich Paul Is the biggest Winner In this trade he's the biggest winner because you know why he did practically what all agents are signed to do you do what's best for your client we heard the rumors Anthony Davis he wanted to go to Los Angeles he made it clear he wanted to go to Los Angeles even if the rumors are true that he threatened the Boston Celtics Rich Paul made it clear too and agents don't go in public and make public statements if something across those lines is not real or true he made sure he went out there and told boston hey y'all can go ahead and mortgage your future for anthony davis but that's just gonna be in a one-year rental because when he becomes a free agent we all know he's gonna go la that's what happened rich paul is the biggest winner here he got his client to go to la who's the second biggest winner to me it's pretty obvious the Los Angeles Lakers, and some of you might say, "Again, well, you contradict yourself because on paper you just said that it looks like a horrible trade." Yes, on paper, a lot of things look good. Argentina soccer team looks good on paper; they have the best player ever, in Lionel Messi, but they're not performing, or they haven't been performing for years. Everything looks good on paper, but in the end, look at the grand, the grand scheme of things. LeBron James is about to be thirty-four years old, thirty-four years of age, rather. We already know Anthony Davis is 26, he's in his prime. He still he still has a good six to eight years of prime basketball. So they have a good transition between LeBron to Anthony Davis. The Lakers had to make the straight, man. They just had to make the straight. Because if they didn't, the price would have been steeper and steeper and steeper. And LeBron James's career would have been invalid, pretty much. The end of it. Because what would it look like? Oh, LeBron just came out here. To do what everybody's criticizing him to do. He just came to LA to be in movies. To up his brand. And basketball is not number one on his list. Look, I do disagree with some of the takes I've heard over these past couple of days since the trade went down. And it's it's quite interesting how some people flip flop. I'm not one of those people. Look man, sure, we know LeBron's job is to play basketball. But not because the Lakers traded Anthony Davis over there. To the Lakers mean that all of a sudden LeBron's LeBron's philosophy Or LeBron's mindset Changed I still own those Philosophy LeBron yes Didn't make the move To LA to make his Brand go bigger He also did it For his family He also did it For basketball Everyone who was On the LeBron bandwagon Was saying Well he was coming To LA to win Man If he was really About winning Championship He was not Going to go to LA Why do you think In midseason He was crying For these dudes To leave For them to get traded Meaning Alonzo Ball Brandon Ingram Kyle Kuzma All these guys Just think about that for a second. Really? Was that really all about winning? If you're really all about winning, and that's something I really hate too. When players say, all I'm all about winning, but in free agency, you go to a team like the Knicks and the Nets. Really? Kyrie Irving, you're all about winning? So if you're all about winning, why don't you just stay in Boston and We're already in the Eastern Conference? That's what I'm saying about athletes. Sometimes I just got to call them out for what it is, man. You just got to say what it is. The third biggest winner to me, in this trade in New Orleans Pelicans. <laughs> For obvious reasons that I already stated. Look at all these draft picks that they got. They got potentially Lonzo Ball who can potentially potentially be a top 5 point guard in this league down the line. Brendan Ingram who can potentially be a top 5 small forward in this league. Yes, he has his medical condition. We don't know what's going to happen there. But they have to build in pieces. And mind you, they're going to draft Zion Williamson coming up. So I'm just already pitching that in my mind, man. Drew Holiday, Lonzo Ball, Brandon Ingram, Zion Williamson. Whew, man. Highlight for days. If I had all the money in the world, I would buy some tickets for me to watch those guys play. I've seen them enough in the Lakers. And if Lonzo wasn't hurt, I believe the Lakers the Lakers possibly would have not, would have not made that trade. Because Lonzo... Would have been that good. When he was playing man. Lonzo was averaging near triple doubles. That's what Lonzo was doing. That's how good he was when he's healthy. So New Orleans won big. Brandon Ingram. we already seen what he can do in stretches. We've already seen the things that he can do. On a defensive end. And obviously on the offensive end. So. Everybody involved in this trade so far. Rich Paul. Los Angeles Lakers. Pelicans. LeBron James. Right now. In the grand scheme of things, on paper, you guys are winners. But let's transition to the losers. The losers of this trade. One, the Boston Celtics. My biggest rivalry in basketball. Because everybody knows I'm a Los Angeles Lakers fan. And I have a cracked joke, man. The Celtics pride themselves in having the most championships. They also pride themselves since Danny Ainge took over as general manager basketball operations they pride themselves on making amazing trades you guys remember how they gutted the New Jersey Nets they traded away KG and Paul Pierce over there and not just prime KG and prime Paul Pierce they traded away 34 <laughs> year old KG 35 year old KG and I think it was a 34 year old 35 year old Paul Pierce they robbed the Nets they got all those picks from the Nets and they built a solid team Jason Tatum Terry Rozier, Marcus Smart, Al Horford, team that made it to the Eastern Conference Finals last year and lost the game seven to LeBron James. Two years ago rather, now that the NBC, NBA season's over. They pride themselves in what they did. And guess what just happened? They were so overzealous that they didn't want to trade Jason Tatum. According to the reports, according to Mark Stein, if you haven't heard, they didn't want to trade Jason Tatum. Not to get Anthony Davis that set a ripple effect. Everybody was talking about how Kyrie Irving was going to come to the Brooklyn Nets so he might go to the New York Knicks. that still might be a possibility, but just imagine you get a generational player to come to Boston to compete with it, with, with with the one of the most amazing talents you have in the NBA. One of the best benches in the NBA One of the best upcoming coaches in the NBA And you didn't want to trade him because of one guy Jason Tatum just turned to a man The man just became legal to to drink And you didn't want to trade him for a guy That's top three in MVPs And that defensive player of the year Who's barely 26 years old I don't feel bad at all for the Boston Celtics, but right now they are the top biggest loser in this entire trade, man. Absolutely ridiculous, bro. Like, this is this is what <laughs> I can't even, bro. This is what Mark Stein tweeted. The Boston Celtics refused to make Jason Tatum available in trade talks with New Orleans. League sources says putting the Lakers in prime position to strike the deal that teams Anthony that teams Anthony Davis with LeBron James. Look at that, man. Boston could have beat L.A. once again. We all know about the rivalry in the 80s. But you, could, Boston, you could have beaten the Lakers one more time. You had everything going for you. Even with LeBron on the Lakers, they, were, they, they weren't making the playoffs last year. Of course, we know about the injuries. But Boston, come on, man. You could have beaten the Lakers again. Another time. For an imaginary championship, and you didn't. But guess what? Now, you guys are stuck. And we, Laker fans, have the best deal. <laughs> so you guys, <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. This is just very comical to me, man. Really? Really? If you just look at it on the surface, Jason Tatum, Anthony Davis, really? Danny Inch, are you serious right now? <laughs> but let me move on, man. The second biggest loser in this is all this. LeVar Ball. Some of you might say... What the What's Steve Reed talking about? LaVar Ball. What is does LaVar... What does LaVar... LaVar Ball has to do any of this? Listen man... If you've been... If you've been listening to anything sports related... LaVar Ball has been all over the place. FS1, ESPN... He's been all on, on his show that I admit I actually watch. The show on uh, on Facebook. I Actually I recommend for you guys to watch it. You see a different uh aspect of LaVar Ball and his family. Let me tell you... This guy... He looked like Nostradamus at the beginning when Lance Ball got drafted by the Lakers and then Mel, I mean Jello, I guess, his middle son was on the path to go to the NBA when he went to the UCLA and we all know what happened when these guys went to China and he stole stuff. And then he pulled out his youngest son, LaMelo Ball, which in my opinion is the most talented out of all of them. But he's just not disciplined. He pulled LaMelo out of high school to send him to a professional league. Then when he came back to the U.S., The NCAA didn't want to take him. And as of today, this recording, June 17, 2019, on a Monday, LaMelo signed a contract with an Australian team in Australia. And he said his goal was to be the number one draft pick in the NBA next year. LaVar Ball does his things his way. It's worked so far. But man, this man became a clown and a loser when he went on TV talking about how the Lakers made a mistake by trading... Lonzo ball to the Pelicans. Hey, Lavar, new flash for you, bro. You probably won't ever listen to this, but those of you Lonzo, not Lonzo fans, you Lavar fans out there, this man, he, he, his quota for making these great predictions is over. It's done. The Lakers did the best thing they they would have done if I was in that position. I would have too. I would have given up. I would have given up. Lonzo ball with a quickness for Anthony Davis. Unless you're you're giving me Prime, Kobe Bryant, and Shaquille O'Neal, I'm not keeping Lonzo Ball for Anthony Davis. So please, move on. LeVar, you too, move on. Right now, you you are going to be practically irrelevant in New Orleans. Because it's not LA. You're not going to get the clout. You're not going to get all the attention. LeBron, Anthony Davis, and the rest of the crew are going to get the rest of the attention. It's not going to matter anymore, LeVar. So you are the next loser in this. The third biggest loser in this entire trade talk. See, Los Angeles Clippers. Down goes a potential summer all star suitor, and even worse to the Lakers. Because as of today, there's reports that the Lakers are actually pursuing Kawhi Leonard. <laughs> Boardman gets paid. And Boardman is about to get paid. Whether he goes to the Lakers or wherever else. He's getting that bag. For those of you, for those of you who don't know what that means. Get the bag means you're going to get all the cash money in the world. Kawhi Leonard right now. I said a couple weeks ago. Even the last week. I said Kevin Durant is the best player alive. Slightly now. Just simply because he's injured. He can't prove otherwise. But Kawhi Leonard. Statistically, this is what you guys come to the show for, right? Kawhi Leonard just won the MVP with the Spurs in the Western Conference and now with the Toronto Raptors in the Eastern Conference. They had DeMar DeRozan and they traded him for Kawhi Leonard. This same exact team ended up winning the championship. That's how good Kawhi Leonard is. And granted, nobody's talking about that the man played half injured. That's how good he is. And if Kawhi goes to the Lakers, I'm telling you right now, you can suit me up and my 60-year-old dad and my grandmother. And I bet you we go on a three-peat. And when I mean we, because I'm a Laker fan. Again, I emphasize that. LeBron James, Anthony Davis, Kawhi Leonard. I mean... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it doesn't even matter if we have enough money. Just pay the luxury tax and just sign some random free agents. It's not really going to matter. Like, who are we going to beat? I mean, who's going to beat us, rather? Who's going to beat the Lakers? Really? Who, who's really going to beat the Lakers? LeBron, Anthony Davis, Kawhi Leonard? Seriously? But let me get serious for a moment. And let me just give you the information as is. Because that's what, that's what you listeners come here for. The Lakers got to pay LeBron James 30 plus mil. They got to pay Anthony Davis 30 plus mil. That's $60,000 on the cap. I think that's going to. And if Anthony Davis doesn't resent his trade bonus, which is another 4 million, it's going to leave the Lakers with about 20. I think it's like 25.4 million dollars to sign a max reagent. Now, now this is the question. The Lakers, if they go after a max, I don't think Kawhi is going to take less than. 17 or 18 dollars 18 million dollars That's why a lot of people Were talking about Kemba Walker Kemba Walker would take About what 13 14 mil That leaves you With 6 mil So you can only Sign somebody From the mid level And below You gotta round out Your roster As of right now The Lakers have Anthony Davis LeBron James Kyle Kuzma Mo Wagner And Whoever else I don't even know Who else is on the roster That's how gutted the roster is because the rest of the people are free agents. They probably won't sign him back. And if you do sign Reza Rondo again, he has to take the mid-level exception. And everybody else has to take mid-level. So what type of quality players are you taking? So that's the realistic thing. If the Lakers do go after Kawhi Leonard, after they do sign Kawhi Leonard, I think it comes to the point where you have to start thinking about, okay, is this feasible for us to do? Rob Palenka, Genie Buss, they're going to have to start thinking about what type of players they need. Because historically, LeBron maximizes his talents when he has shooters around him. Because LeBron is a point guard. He's a point forward. That's what he is. LeBron cannot play off the ball. He tried to, he just can't do it. LeBron just doesn't play off the ball. This is not 26-year-old LeBron James anymore. He doesn't play defense as well as he used to. He practically can't guard a fire hydrant anymore. So it would make sense to sign Kawhi Leonard so he can take up the defensive responsibilities along with Kyle Kuzma. Because he's going to improve this year. I'm sure of it. Again. So it makes you wonder. Makes you wonder. The Lakers in a bind. A lot of my friends know me. I didn't get too excited about the Anthony Davis trade. I looked at it. I was like, okay, great. This is something that's been talked about for months. Something we should have done. We we possibly could have gotten a better deal out of it. But hey, so be it. Can't cry over spilled milk. But come on now. Come on now. They need shooters. There's a few shooters available out there in free agency. But the question is, are they willing to take less money than what they're worth to win a championship? And to me, it goes back to people's pockets. At the end of the day, as big of athletes as they are, they're still human beings. Will you take a picker at your job just to give your homeboy A chance to go up higher in position? Would you actually do that? When you have all your bills to pay? Not because these guys make millions. Means that they got to take pay cuts. They want what they worth too. The NBA short lived man. Not everybody's superstars. And As long as you can make money. You take your money bro. That's what you got to do. And I think that's what. A bunch of these free agents are going to do. Seth Curry's available. Danny Green's available. JJ Reddick's available. Trevor Ariza. Ah, uh, those are the guys that I think on top of my head, with a few others, that will fill in the roster exceptionally. But those guys are pretty older. JJ Redick's pretty old. He doesn't guard pretty much. Seth Curry would be a good guy to fit in there. He shoots pretty well. He defends very well. He knows his brother very well. And the Lakers got to face them four times in the Golden State Warriors and Steph Curry. So the Lakers do have some options. But the only question is. Are they going to convince these guys to take more money, like I said already? If I'm in that position, I'm a free agent and I and I care all about winning, I would take a slight pay cut. Go there for like a year. Make my money. Win my championship. Become a free agent. And then get my money elsewhere. Because believe it or not, man, when you're a champion, you're a veteran, you take that veteran experience elsewhere, other teams can profit from that. And I think that's what a lot of players are thinking about doing. But man, <laughs> I said all of that 25 minutes into this podcast. And that's just Anthony Davis and the Lakers trade. So just imagine what's going to happen during free agency. We already saw that Julius Randle opted out of his contract. <laughs> there was a funny meme that I saw, and uh, it showed a picture of. Uh, julius randall and and the the photo said well i opted out because i already play with this dude i'm i already played with these dudes so i'm good <laughs> those dudes meaning lonzo ball brandon ingram josh hart he already played with those guys he was like nah bro i'm good i don't want to be there <laughs> so that was pretty funny to me man so there's going to be a lot of guys man a lot of guys in free agency we already know about clay and and, and durant they're practically not on the board anymore because even if they go anywhere else They're not, not going to be able to play So that leaves who? Kawhi Leonard Kemba Walker Jimmy Butler Who else is left? After those three guys I mean there's no big prominent free agent That's really going to change a franchise And say hey win now That's it man what are the Lakers going to do? I'm intrigued to see, man. I cannot wait for June 30th to come around the corner, man. I'm going to drink my Red Bull. I'm going to take my naps because I'm going to be awake all night. And I'm sure you listeners are going to be up to tuning in for that and listening to what's going to happen during the NBA free agency. I cannot wait. Ah, man. I'm a bit sad because the NBA season is over. But, you know, we already talked about what's up coming for free agency this is the time of the year for a lot of sports fans <laughs> when you watch football, basketball you wonder what else is going on because baseball is a long season so from from June all the way to October is going to be baseball but hey for those of you who watch uh, football slash soccer I even hate saying that man It's football, I don't know if, who even came up with that soccer word anyway uh, you have Copa America Lionel Messi, Argentina. Neymar, Brazil. Coutinho. You have Cavani, Luis Suarez. Aside from the UEFA Champions League and the World Cup and the domestic cups, that's that's the second best thing. The third best trophy you can win, you can win the regional domestic cup. So you know, if you if basketball is over, that's something you might want to watch, man. Ah, I am. I am. Oh, man, I'm just counting the days, guys. I'm just excited. I'm just counting the days. I'm just counting the days. I can't wait for the free agency. (sighs) I can't wait to share all the information I have, guys. But, hey, this is the end of episode number 38. But before I let you guys go, once again, Remember the store is online, Statman Sports Podcast. At that store, Statman Sports Podcast. You can also go to my website where we have a recap of all the episodes with some annotations and some notes. If you want to look at the numbers in, in more detail, so that's all the information I have for you today, guys. And I thank you once again for tuning in. But for right now, Statman signing out, baby.
0: The Lakers
1: are champions
0: again. Congratulations to the NBA 2000 champion, Los Angeles Lakers, their fans, and the city. And the Lakers, who finish with a 15 and one run, the best all-time playoff winning percentage in the history of The San Antonio Spurs are your world champions. But the Detroit Pistons have just shot the Los Angeles Lakers. and the Miami Heat are champions of the basketball world! Woo! Won the NBA championship for the first time in franchise history. The promises have been kept. There'll be a parade down Biscayne Boulevard. And there's the buzzer. The San Antonio Spurs are NBA champions once again. Their fourth title in nine years. Yeah! The greatest single-season turnaround in NBA history is complete. Banner number 17 soon to be raised to the Raptors. As the buzzer sounds, it's official. The Lakers are NBA champions once again. L.A. wins the 2009 NBA title. The night belongs to the 2010 NBA champion, Los Angeles Lakers. Celebration will begin. The Dallas Mavericks are NBA champions. The first title in franchise history. The Miami Heat are once again NBA champions. LeBron James captures that elusive title he's so desperately coveted. It's back-to-back titles for the Heat. The 2013 NBA Championship resides once again in Miami. The dream season is now complete. The Golden State Warriors are the 2015 NBA champions. Their first title in 40 years. And how sweet it must be for those crazy loyal Bay Area fans. It's over. The Cavaliers are NBA champions. Cleveland, this is for you. The road to redemption has brought the Warriors back home. The Golden State Warriors are the 2017 NBA champions. Final seconds here of this 2018 NBA season. The Golden State Warriors have won back-to-back NBA championships, and they have won three of the last four NBA titles. Thank you for the basketball played at
1: the highest level. The NBA champions, Golden State Warriors.
0: Thanks for listening to the Statman Sports Podcast. See you next time.